there have been recent discussions about floating cities as a way to adapt to rising sea levels due to climate change. But do you think this is feasible and should we do it? Well, I mean, it is like a, it's something that we can try. There are definitely people that are planning to do it, especially, well, like, for example, there's like this city called the Oceanic City, and it's apparently like, um, yeah, an on-water city that is supposed to be self-sufficient. So, for example, they they get their own water by something, something, something. Wait, let me search it. Yeah, so like they get their own water by like purifying the seawater or something. And yeah, and also like the air. Yeah. And they're the floating resorts on like the Maldives too. So there are people on the water. Definitely. Wait, what else do they? Well, if they can also be self-sufficient by like employing certain like farming or agriculture techniques. Like you remember in the video we watched the, we saw like they had some sort of agriculture system going on, but I don't, do you think that's possible? Like having some sort of like for plants, you're going to have to have quite a bit of soil. Not necessarily though. Like there are, um indoor greenhouses and there are um you know the plants that they build in buildings yeah so you don't necessarily need soil per se and even if it is these floating cities would be a big investment to start with so if you're truly thinking of it as being an alternative to urban sprawl and moving a bunch of people out to protect them from rising tides with people who mm. live on the coast then it they definitely need food and seafood yeah. isn't gonna be able to help people for all the time because scurvy you need more vitamins than just protein and everything so i definitely think that it needs to be done that they either have to be connected to a dock like in I believe it was the Netherlands where there were some floating Mm -hmm. cities connected to a dock which or floating houses connected to a dock and then they could just go and get their resources on land but then they'd live on the sea so I feel that we either need a system where there's communication and transport from actual land and these floating communities, or you have to have this whole platform of where a garden can grow. Because there have been Mm. talks of having parks on these floating cities also. Yeah. And you were talking about urban sprawl, right? Like in the article that you, you shared, the BBC feature one, yeah, I was talking about that urban sprawl is no longer just a land-based problem. We are essentially urban sprawling into the ocean. That is essentially what we're doing. We're 
we're not, yeah, we're moving ourselves, but in the end, we're just growing our cities into the ocean, right? Because we, one, don't have space. There's just not enough space to sustain the amount of people that is coming in due to urbanization. And yeah, the, the problem with rising sea levels, but in the end, we're just gonna have urbanization in these ocean cities if the water levels do like rise to that level, right? That is so, something that we have to talk about. So what you're saying is that urbanization is happening and we're not solving like the root problem of overpopulation and more people. So we're just moving. All the excess people are almost in a way getting pushed into the ocean and the ocean is becoming like a, a backup. Can. <laughs> uh, fair enough, a trash can. Do you think like if it continues going on, if our population continues and continues to grow from 7 billion to 8 billion, do you think that we'll be will begin to like dominate the oceans? Do you think that we'll need to use this and the oceans will become essential for our coexistence? I mean, if if like hypothetically our population doesn't doesn't wait am I like cutting off you're okay okay so if if nothing like happens to our population like there is no global deadly disease I mean there is a pandemic going on right now but it's not enough to like put a dent in the actual population like if we have something that was like the equivalent to the black plague I mean that problem is going to be a bit farther away we're gonna slow down but if we're going at the rate as we are it's that's probably yeah what's gonna happen and uh in that same bbc feature article they're saying that these developments that are spreading out into the oceans they create tangles of structures beneath the water surface quote unquote and Thus, this does cause havoc to marine organisms, ugh, organisms and their habitats, destroying the coral reefs that nourish fish, 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 fisheries and protect the coastline from the harsher impact of the waves and destabilizing many precious coastal ecosystems such as salt flats and mangroves. We were talking about this right in the discussion where like um, under these cities, there could be like large patches of just dead spots where the sunlight hasn't passed yeah, through. Dead zones in the sea. Hmm. And that's a, if, if we do continue to grow, like if we do continue to, if we find a way to make these cities super, super big and like kilometers, kilometers wide, this could as, like ruin the whole ecosystem of the freaking ocean and we're, we're working towards fixing the oceans, right? In the end, we're just gonna ruin it again. And that's not where, what we're really going for. What's your like thoughts on that? So I agree. I read that even the smallest like uh, coastal expansion or reduction can greatly affect uh, reef systems. And, you know, reefs are very essential in the ecosystem as they house lots of fish and marine life and their protection. And if we continue to destroy them, it'll cause 
major damage. And in Australia, even like ships for going for diving have such strict regulations or like barges have such like strict regulations to make sure you don't affect the reefs. And if you're just building and anchoring along the coasts, you can completely destroy those ecosystems. And while we're working for our survival, we're going to lead to our imminent doom just because we're ruining what is sustaining us. We're Hmm. just trashing the planet. And going off of that, I read a Bloomberg article and it was talking that these floating cities, yes, they help us with these rising uh, sea levels and tides that happen to climate change. However, it's not solving anything. Kind of like your talk about the urbanization and how we just keep on growing and we're overflowing. I think that although it's very innovative, these floating homes and floating cities are an adaptation and they aren't a solution or prevention of anything. It's not Mm. solving the main issue behind climate change or population or why the tides are rising. It's giving us a cop-out. It's saying, well, we don't want to do anything else, so let's make a place where we can move to when everything else goes to crap. (laughs) That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. And yeah, we're just using it as like a back up. We're like, the cup is overflowing and we just need to move all that extra water to like a second cup. But that cup has a leak. It's not, it's not like, it's not gonna work. It's no, but we're just trying to like, you know, fix it in the meantime. But it will have greater, what is it? Greater, greater, greater problems in the future. Like that crack can get bigger. That, that water can just continue to spill out and it's not good. So, yeah. But I have a question. Do you think that because like coastal um, expansion and like uh, making sure that like coasts don't get eroded by adding sandbags and everything to them. Do you think that as a almost like a not a solution, but an alternative way could be living on the city because you can let the ocean reclaim these coasts, but then in the sense we're not losing anything by creating coastal floating communities. So although it's naturally, or like, although the land is naturally going away, what if we Mm. put like this artificial land on it, which we don't have to sustain with sandbags every day? What do you think about that idea? In in, in that BBC feature article, um, in Dubai, they're actually making these like sandbanks, these kind of like, it looks like a spider kind of. And this is all like land made out of artificial sand. It's artificial land basically. And, but the thing is because of the construction costs and everything, this all this like fake sand, you have to like process it and move it into the oceans, which is a very hard process. Only the rich, only the wealthy are able to live on these little stretches of land. And I mean, we could do that, but 
like if if the sea level does persist to rise in the end these sand cities i guess you could say are going to be sucked up because like from the picture it doesn't seem like there's very much difference in height but you're talking about like just sandbags right like it, it doesn't need to be just sand what i'm trying to talk about is like in coastal beach in florida how they are facing flooding all the time so they put yeah. sandbags to like down all the time to prevent like uh, the ocean from in. yeah so they don't have yeah. to do like yeah so to prevent yeah. water from coming in they put sandbags and my idea yeah. is what if instead of putting sandbags you simply create a floating city a floating community where the coast is going to be gone so then although you're losing land due to rising tides in a sense you're not losing anything but because you're creating this artificial land not oh, the sandbags so but let's say like the actual floating houses so so what you're saying is like let's say the coast is completely gone like the beach is gone so you're building like yeah like the f like houses on stilts on the coast and like a sort of port-esque way like you know there's like several different um communities that live on like rivers or live on the water and they use houses on stilts to prevent the water from coming in and in, at the same time, they're able to make it high enough that the problem of sea level rise won't be like as bad. Like it won't take as long to reach their first floor. But then this can cause a lot of, uh, uh, it depends on what material we use. Cause wood is certainly not wood, yeah. I was thinking like, yes, the house is on stilts for like, more impoverished communities would probably have to be what would happen. But I was thinking more of like the ocean, like oceanics community where yeah. it's quite literally floating on the water, not stilts. And if for all the land that we lose, because you know, over time, like water winds and yeah. places are sinking. And I'm just thinking for all the land that we lose, do you think it would be an issue if we tried to reclaim it? Like, do you think it would be if we created these artificial communities to preserve what we had without expanding farther out, but everything we lose, we take back with these floating communities? Do you think that would be okay? Or do you think even that would still interrupt the ecosystem in a dangerous way? Wait, can you repeat that again? Like, <laughs> I was getting lost somewhere. So, when we lose the coast, we take yeah. it back, not by yeah. putting sandbags or anything, but by creating floating cities oh, okay. to, mm. as land, almost saying these are now land, and we're, mm -hmm. every area that we lose, we take back with floating cities. So it was covered initially to start with. So if we're worried about dead zones and whatnot, do you think it would still be an issue if it was originally covered by land and we're just... Building over it. So like we're basically exactly. building on the beach. Okay. Uh, mm -mm -mm -mm. 
I mean, if if there was nothing like important underneath, yeah, there there won't be any problems. But then oh, the problem is once it starts getting bigger, like this beach, we don't know how big the beach is. Like hypothetically, there's like only a small amount of beach that will be kind of covered up, right? In the end, we're still gonna be pushing out into the shallow waters, which have quite a bit of like sea creatures, marine life that live there. And especially if we're living in like places like Australia with the Great Barrier Reef and a little bit and everything. If we continue to move, because we don't know how big this, these houses are gonna be, like how big are they gonna be? How big is the community gonna get? And in the end, we're still gonna like colonize the ocean. We're gonna colonize the fish. Yeah, so, I yeah. get what you mean. So even if we try to only reclaim what we already, or like what we're losing, even then, by the time we lost it, the sea life have adapted this marine biology, we're still going to affect it no matter what we do. So do you think we have the right to affect this stuff? Like, do you think we have the right to go in and say, we live on this earth, so we're going to live the way we want, we're going to make these places these floating communities, these floating cities, because we live on the earth, we are part of the earth, we have decisions we can make on the earth, or do you think the earth sustains us and we shouldn't mess with it? Uh, um, uh, that is such a ugh, way to think. Like, I don't like that whole mindset of just like, <laughs> because we're like, at the top of the food chain, we're able to do whatever we want with this world. I'm like, honey, mother nature is like, she's freaking karma, man. She, she's gonna like come back at us and be like, nah, shut the hell up. And <laughs> like, <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I, think- I, I agree. It's, she's the big guy. We don't mess with her. Like- yeah, she's like greater than us. She's like a bigger person than us and like yeah um in another bbc feature article there's um they're talking about storm surges and um as the climate change uh become they're said to be more damaging as climate change causes levels to rise and if we're talking about like we're we're assuming that the levels are just going to continue to rise when we make these cities right and thus the storm surges are gonna get more uh, dangerous and affect these cities more. Wait, what were we, <laughs> wait, what were we talking about? Like, were we talking about that? We were talking about, yeah, oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't mess with mother nature, you know? Because yeah, they're gonna keep affecting us. Then storm surges at us and be like, uh-huh, now your city flip the hell over. Honestly, I think we should go and like, beg for forgiveness, cower in fear, and do our best to fix everything. (laughs) Because, like you said, she's, like, the big, tough guy, and we, like, messed with her kids, and that just ain't it. So I think we should just, instead of, like, saying we should build on the ocean because we have too many people or because sea levels are rising, I think we should be like, well, why are sea levels rising? We're being idiots. Climate change stop this like Mm -hmm. 
useless, uh, like uh, non-renewable resources, use less resources, period, be more sustainable, like have less waste, recycle, reuse, like share stuff, buy less clothes, you know, like all this Mm. stuff, just like, I feel like we really have to say that we are messing the world up way too much. And instead of trying to adapt to it, because yes, we're humans. We can adapt to almost anything. You put us in a tough situation and we're like cockroaches. We'll survive somehow. But unless you're Karen, unless you're Karen, you're like, oh my God, this is so annoying. You are like impeding even a on Karen, my- Even a Karen, I- she'll talk to the manager and she'll like get through that situation. You know, like we're humans, we're really That's resilient. Perfect. But I think our resilience is something to be proud of. But, but it's also bad. Sometimes we're excessive. Yeah. We, we need to fix what we have first before we move on and say, let's colonize the oceans. Let's colonize the oceans. <laughs> yeah, like before we try to like make an Atlantis, we got to make a paradise on like land. <laughs> That's true. Atlantis. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, we're kind of being too, you know, ambitious with this kind of thing. Like, you remember I was talking about the the Tanka, the Tanka people? The Tanka yes. people of China. Like, they live on the oceans, and they were able to live on the oceans in their little, like, village community for 1,200 years, for more than 1,200 years. But they're doing it in a chill way. They're doing it, like, they're not like, oh my god, we're gonna place some fishing stuff, some advanced fishing stuff, like um, all these sort of like, um, what is it? Like all these like uh, 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 fishing technology that like causes overfishing and yeah, mm, like they're they're chill with it. Like they're not they're not so ambitious that yes becomes a problem in the end like all these different um companies are making all these like advanced fishing technology that could that will probably in the end cause overfishing because just with the uh, technology that we have now which which is apparently like ancient technology right it's apparent it's already like overfishing and we're doing it in like bad ways and yes these companies are trying to find like sustainable ways of um fishing like otech technology that has been tested in hawaii and china's just for clarification real quick these fishing technologies and issues of overfishing are because these uh floating communities are trying to stay sustainable right they're trying to be self-sufficient so they're Mm -hmm. causing issues by trying to come up with advanced fishing technologies to sustain themselves but it's yeah causing the depletion of fisheries and common pool resources and all of that mm. yes like yeah uh okay. this technology by otech there's this otech technology i really don't even know um apparently so they're 
they're making like a fishing technology which uses these pods that are able to feed enough for like these giant ocean ranches and they are supercharged by otex nutrient rich byproduct i am not sure what this byproduct is but um da, 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 da. so uh what at this bottom of the food chain algae will feed fish which feed bigger fish which will gradually wait no what which will in turn feed seafarers and land lovers alike sinking fish waste so and seaweed increase the algae you increase the fish that eat algae increase the fish that eat the fish that eat algae increase the fish that we eat yeah and so they're building up the, this... from the bottom of the food chain okay yeah now that makes sense <laughs> um and then because of this increase in fish like this hypothetical increase in fish population will thus increase the fish waste and the seaweed detritus will gradually support will gradually like, you know, pull in carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and then deposit in the seafloor, which was like the whole ocean acidification. Oh my God. Exactly. Oh no. So, so like, <laughs> these like fishing technologies are trying to help, but it kind of like loops back around. We should work on not overfishing, not trying to create more fish so we can continue overfishing. I... Mm. I feel like it all like loops back to the same cycle of like, we shouldn't be too ambitious with nature. And I feel like what you're saying is like the Tonka people, like we shouldn't be too ambitious, mm. but as long as everything's in moderation, we can do something more innovative. Like we could live on the ocean as long as it's small scale in moderation careful with mm. environment and the ocean in our forefront goal and basis not yeah. like in the rear end so i definitely think that it's a very innovative solution mm. to rising sea levels however yeah. i don't think it should necessarily be the go-to i think it should be the this is happening we want to save people we want to save the world let's take this one small step at a time and not go too far kind of thing yeah I totally agree like this is to this is something that we can always attempt in the future but if we are going to live on the oceans we have to be very very careful because we're literally living on like a bunch of sea animals we're living on a bunch of animals we're, we're living, living in vitality yeah and especially since like the ocean is like most of the world's oxygen like we have to also take that into consideration we we're literally living on our world's oxygen tank friggin we're gonna die if we don't we don't take care of that so i totally agree with you sammy it shouldn't be like our number one choice we should um focus on fixing what we have on land first before choosing to move into since uh it will take a long time before a sustainable and safe city will be launched so i'm sure that we will have enough time to no that's like it's gonna take a long time but like we should prioritize fixing what we have right now before moving on to buy something else.
Yeah, I think that's a good like concluding statement. Uh, fix what, fix our issues now before we try to move on. Don't jump into something too soon. And period, sis. Yeah, there we go. That's <laughs> that. So, <laughs> floating cities, innovative solution, but not the final answer should be done in moderation with all environmental aspects in consideration. Hey, that rhymes. <laughs>